Hey guys, and we're back. I really hope y'all are enjoying this because I am enjoying talking with y'all. I hope one day to even see some of y'all, you know, you never know what God's going to do through this. And so today I want to hop into and ask you the question, does your relationship or do you desire a relationship or marriage more than you desire or your relationship with Christ? And so the question is, has your relationship or the thought of marriage become an idol? Hmm. Has that become an idol for you? So we just need to look at and see one. Let's, let's answer question number one. Can a relationship become an idol? I'm here today to say, yes, it can. It can actually easily become an idol. And how do you know that if you are, if you are prioritizing and putting your relationship over everything else in your life, especially over the quality time that we spend and we should spend in building the relationship with Jesus. If you are literally spending all your time, all you're doing is thinking about that person. All you, If you feel like you can't live without this person, we need to really have a conversation about idolizing this relationship. And I'm here today to tell you I've done the same thing. <laughs> In this podcast, you'll discover I am not necessarily going to talk about something I can't relate to. I'm, I, I want you to see into my life. And I really hope that when you're taking, when I'm literally like sharing with you every little detail of my life, showing you what things I did bad, what things I did okay, what things I did good, how God saved, I'm really hoping you're going to listen and take this so that you don't have to be and go through and suffer the same consequences and results that I got. I'm really praying to God that you will listen to this wisdom. And granted, I don't know everything, but I know a little bit. And from that little bit, I really hope you are blessed and you can use this to really, really, you know, stop while you were ahead. And so a relationship can easily become an idol. When you are prioritizing having a relationship with someone else over spending time with God, we have a problem. Because you're taking something that's meant for good and turning it into something bad for you. You're literally taking God's gift. You're, you're literally taking God's gift and destroying it. Because anything that you put over him, you're going to abuse it. Anything that you take and you put it into a position that it's not supposed to be in, you're going to abuse it or it's going to abuse you. It's one of the two. And so um, when you have a relationship and that relationship becomes an idol, how do you know? Number one, if you are, if you find yourself wondering if your partner, um, if your partner will, will be with you forever and it's all you're thinking about. If you find yourself thinking that life is empty without them and you feel like, oh my God, I can't do anything without them. If you, um, if you literally feel like, like literally if this person says the wrong thing to you or say they need to take a break and it's like your world comes to an end, like everything falls to shambles, you know, you've idolized that person. Like if you have a trouble, if you have trouble even standing up for yourself with that person, like you just willing to take anything they dish out, they are able to dog you out. They're able to disrespect you. They're able to cross lines. Like you are definitely 
probably idolizing that person. If you are, you know, so dependent on them, and there'll be another episode about codependency because that's something else we need to deal with. But if you are so dependent on them, it's like you can't do nothing without them. That's a problem, y'all. That's that's you getting into idolatry. When you make a good thing a God thing, that becomes a problem. I did this. I remember I couldn't do nothing without my ex-boyfriend. Nothing without bruh. I went to the club with him. I moved in with him. We did absolutely everything together. And you wonder why I had such a such a stronghold, such sex tie and soul tie to this person. Like, there's no wonder because I allowed this good thing, which was a nice relationship, to become a God thing, which was it, that relationship can never fill me. It can never because I can never give that thing my identity or it will destroy me. It literally totally destroyed my life. You got to stay in balance. You have to like take a step back from relationships sometimes. Sometimes you be in so deep. You be in so deep that that you get lost. Which is why I'm a big proponent of do you have godly people speaking into your relationship? Who's holding you accountable? Who's walking alongside of you? Who is that person that you can go to and when they call you out, you listen? Who's that person? I I, I need you to really think about that. You need to really think about who's that person that can, can, that can see my junk? Who do I trust to go to? Who would I listen to when they rebuke me? Because I'm here today to tell you, falling into idolatry in a relationship is really easy to do. It's really easy to do. But I'm also here to tell you that the Lord can bring you out. The Lord can bring you out, just like he brought me out. And once I I became, like once I became aware that I was like literally in in idolatry, Literally, y'all, I was in some deep idolatry, boy. I wanted to be with that man with everything in me and couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I legit saw red flags and I knew it was a red flag. And because I was so steep in idolatry and lust, I was like, that's a real pretty pink flag. I don't know if you've done that before. If you've done that before where you know this, this person is not the person for you, but you going to make it up in your own mind that I'm going to make this person my person. I need you to take a step back. <laughs> I need you to hear me. You need to relax. You need to repent and you need to ask God to help you. And so if you are trying to step, take a step back and really come out of idolatry, one, I need you to call it fast. You need to get it in control of your flesh. If you are struggling with idolatry in your relationship, you gotta, number one, repent. Number two, you need to fast. You need to get before the Lord and fast and get control of your flesh. And scripturally, I want you to go to Joel 2, 12 13. And literally it explains, like literally explains so much about turning our hearts back to the father. So the verse says, yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and with mourning and render your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord, your God, 
For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. When you have made your relationship an idol, the first thing you need to do is turn away. You need to repent. One thing that my amazing apostle always say, ain't nobody hell fine. You hear me? Ain't nobody that sexy. Ain't nobody none of that. And so anything that's going to come between me and my God, me and my creator, I'm going to get rid of it. And eventually I was able to get the strength to be able to say, you know what, Lord, I trust you. And if this relationship's not for me, if it's going to continue to cause me to stumble first, it caused me to, I, I ended up turning away from you. I ended up in sexual sin. When you really make a relationship to an idol, you get on uh, a, you, it's almost like getting on a, on a train with no brakes and you don't know when it's going to stop. You don't know what it's going to crash. And so if you are in a relationship that's turned that's turned into an idol for you, you are legitimately on a road to destruction and you need to repent and you need to find help quick. Go to somebody, go to a pastor, go to somebody who can help you. You need to repent. You need to turn. You need to call a fast immediately and get control of your flesh. The second thing you need to do is you should definitely find friends. Because I know one thing, when I was in that idolatrous relationship, when I made him into my idol, I was isolated from godly friends. And I'm 100% sure that's you too. I need you to get back in community. You have isolated yourself. And you could have isolated yourself, one, because you didn't want to hear what your friends had to say. They was not in agreement with that relationship. Two, you were embarrassed of what you were doing. You knew. Because you are a believer. You know you're not supposed to be doing what you're doing. But you're so deep. You're so caught up. It's like you can't stop. And so that led you into isolation. So after you've turned, after you caught your fast, after you repented, I need you to get back in community. There's safety in community. There's safety in community. And the last thing I need you to do is to stop thinking so much about what happened. Forgive yourself. And finally, I need you to become a person who serves. Find a place to serve because only when you focus on helping meet the needs of others that you can get out of your own way. The Lord called us to love and to serve. And so serving other people's needs will help you overcome idols. So if you get your butt in position where you helping people get to, you introducing people to Jesus, evangelism, where you're showing love and community outreach, where you are being the body of Christ, where you are being the hands and feet of Jesus, I promise you, you're going to break the back of idolatry off your life. You're going to find yourself back in alignment with your creator. Your relationship will be stronger and more beautiful and more flourishing. And the most awesome part, you will find yourself again. Because if you are in idolatry, I'm I'm, I'm almost 90% sure you don't know who you are no more. You've gotten all the way caught up and tied up. You look like one of them. You ever you ever seen like the little animals that people catch, like one of them war hogs or whatever? You know, like like a pig or something. You catch it and you hog tie it and they put it on a stick and they have the the fire underneath it, burning it, cooking it. You on a doggone. You literally being cooked by the enemy and you don't even know it. You're like, oh, that feels so good. That's warm. Not knowing the enemy is cooking you alive because you are literally in sin. 
You are in idolatry. When you get into idolatry, it's easy to get caught up in sexual sin. It's easy to become a backslidden believer. It's easy to fall away from your faith. It's easy. To, you you easily lose relationship with the Father. You, and that relationship of fellowship with the Father. You got to remember, the Lord said, you got to choose who you will serve. He will not share his glory with nobody. And so you can't be glorifying and idolizing this human relationship over him. And so those are the things I need you to really take a look at. I need you to do that because that relationship could cost you your destiny. That relationship is costing you your fellowship with your creator. That relationship is cutting you off from the God who longs for you to come and say and come and return to him. And and what I need you to hear me say also is he's not just he's not mad at you. He wants you to come back home. Come back home. You're never too far from your father, God, that you can't turn. And in a blink of an eye, he be wel- He welcome and receive you. Now is the hour to get it together. Now is the time to make it right, right here, right now. And I know you may be thinking about what is the person going to say? I'm in so deep. I've lost so many years. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? I'm here to share with you. That the enemy wants you to stay stuck, to stay stay in that place of defeat, to stay in that place of struggling, stay in that place where you don't even know your identity no more. Stay in that the enemy wants you to stay in that place of just destruction, that place that's literally killing, stealing, and destroying from destroying you. But I'm here today to call you into freedom. It's time to come out. It's time to be delivered. It's time to be made whole. It's time to walk and become the person God has called you to become. You must remember that just because you fall, the Lord's expecting you to get up. He's expecting you to get up because he's, he said in his word, he always provides a way of escape. If you want to be helped, he will help you. But you got to make the first decision. When I was in that crazy relationship that I knew I should never been in, I was in deep idolatry. I was in sexual sin, completely lost my identity, didn't know who I was. I got so entrenched in this relationship. I was trying with all my might to prove that I was worth it and to to let this man see that I was valuable enough that I became what I thought he wanted me to become. And when I became what I thought he wanted me to become, I didn't know that he didn't even know what he wanted. And so essentially, I became, I don't know what I want. I became that dysfunction in his mind. I became that confusion in his mind. And I, and then he looked up one day, he looking like, who is that person? I had become that confusion that I don't know what I want, that I had become that that person I never was intended to be. I lost myself. I started dressing different. I started acting different. I found myself hanging out with people that I never should have hung out with. And I found myself isolated from my true community. I did not want to go to church because I was living in sin and I was embarrassed. I did not want to be around any light. And so I hid in as much darkness as I could. But even in that darkness, after I would, this is me, trigger warning, just so you know, I'm going to get real, real right now. After I will be in that darkness and we'll do what we do, you know, have premarital sex, I will find myself curled up in his bathroom floor crying like a baby with the Bible in my hand, asking God to forgive me. That's where it's going to lead you if you don't turn around. A place of complete 
brokenness. A sin-sick soul because you know what it tastes like, what it feels like to be close to your creator. But because you're choosing your flesh over your spirit, you're choosing to, to gratify your sinful lust over choosing to die to your flesh and pursue kingdom, you find yourself with what we call a sin-sick soul. You choose the way of the transgressor and that way is the roughest way in my opinion. But I'm here today to challenge you to repent. And this is you. I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer. I want you to say it and I want you to cry out to your, to your father. He's waiting to hear from you. Father, I repent. I'm sorry for my idolatry against you. I'm sorry, God, for ever putting anybody before you. Lord, forgive me. I turn right now. I come back to you, Lord. I ask you to restore me. Restore me completely to you in fellowship with you. I want to hear you again. I want to talk with you again. I want to be a part of your body again. Lord, I thank you that you have washed me and made me new. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. I'm so proud of you. It's time to get up and get moving. You got this. I am so thankful for y'all for tuning in. Thank you so much. Please share this podcast if this is blessing you. Share it, y'all. I am trying to help the next generation avoid some of these pitfalls that your girl fell into. And so I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all take care.